Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On today's episode, we'll be going over season three, episode 18, called Midlife, Now What? And this premiered on January 13th, 1993. So I just want to say, for starters, I actually love this episode. This is one of my favorite episodes um, in the earlier years. For some reason, it just, I love this episode. So Um, The episode starts out and we're at school and we see Brandon is betting on some basketball games. So we've already seen kind of a a thing developing over the last few episodes with Brandon and he's kind of getting into betting a little bit more. And um, I like the buildup of this. I think a lot of times on shows you'll see something where it's like, Something happens in one episode, and I like that we're, we've been slowly seeing a buildup of Brandon's kind of starting to gamble a little bit. So, um, you know, that's that's going to come into play. Then we see Brenda, Kelly, and Donna are going to the spa, a spa for the weekend, and she said she feels like a third wheel because it's a mother-daughter thing, so... Um, Cindy is going obviously with Brenda and Jackie is going with Kelly and I guess Felice is sick so she can't go. We haven't seen Felice Martin in a while. I wonder why but um, I mean she'll be back but we just haven't really seen her um, really lately at all. It's been more focused. I mean the Walshes are obviously always featured but um, we've been seeing Jackie Taylor a lot more um, than Felice Martin but they end up deciding to go uh, to invite Andrea as well because she would be, um, I guess, in theory, like Donna's kind of plus one. She's also wearing a vest. Um, but she says she doesn't like spas. I find that very suspicious. I don't trust anyone that says they don't like spas. Why? Why don't you like spas? What's what's not enjoyable about being pampered? It's just an odd thing to say, I don't like spas. Especially when you're a 17, 18-year-old girl in high school. That would be great. But, I mean, she's too high-strung, though, anyway. So I guess that's maybe why she doesn't like spas. But the girls are convincing her to do it. And, of course, Andrew being Andrew is like, all right, maybe I can write a story about it. Because I'm sure anyone in the... West Beverly, reading the West Beverly Blaze really cares about um, her experience at a spa. So then we see Cindy makes dinner. So Jim has food for the weekend while Brenda Kelly are packing. Cindy and Jackie are talking about how they're happy. The girls are friends again. And they make a comment about like, well, what's going to happen when Dylan makes his decision? I mean... I, I I mean, I beat a dead horse with this. I, I just, I hate this storyline. The triangle is just, it's a dumb triangle. They, they can do better than this. But Jim then mentions that he will be working with a client all weekend who wrote a book called Midlife, Now What? And Jackie said that she had read it and she said that every wife should read the book. And Cindy also makes a comment to... Jackie really more about like being a little jealous about his assistant. So we've seen Jim's assistant. She's very, very pretty. She's young. So I think Cindy's feeling a little jealous, which I don't know why, because I mean, this woman would have zero interest in Jim. But then again, I guess, you know, I could think that if Cindy obviously finds Jim attractive, 
she thinks he's a good looking guy. So she thinks probably why wouldn't any other woman think he's a good looking guy? So that could be why maybe she's jealous and he's spending a lot of time with her. But anyways, then we see the peach pit. Um, Brandon is asking Nat to call Duke to place a bet for him. Duke is the guy that we met at the racetrack. He is um, big into betting, so he places bets and stuff. We saw that Nat knows him, so Nat's placing the bets for Brandon. Steve is talking to Dylan about trying to go to some party. And Dylan, I guess they have nothing to do when the girls are away. Um, But Dylan says uh, the last thing he needs to do is meet any other girls. David says he has a study and he has a girlfriend at the spa and Brandon just wants to stay home and watch uh, basketball. <laughs> so Brandon is just, yeah, he's full-fledged, you know, caring about the, the games that he's betting on. So we get to the spa and the girls are already trying to relax as Andrea is looking at the menu of things that they are offering. I've never, has anyone ever been to a, like a weekend spa? I've definitely gone to a spa for the day and gotten like a facial or a massage, um, hung out maybe in like Whirlpool or something, but never, never like a weekend spa. That would be, I think, a lot of fun um, to do because it's just relaxing and nice. But um, I mean, can't do anything like that until after this pandemic is over, but I will look into that once, uh, we feel that we can travel and do fun things again. So anyway, she's looking at the menu and, and just really into everything that they're offering. They do yoga. She's never done that before. So, um, the girls are just trying to get her to relax. They're telling her chill out. So then we see a woman named Babette, um, Babette. I don't, it's a weird name. She works at the spa and she knows Jackie. Kelly doesn't seem to be too happy about seeing her. And she tells Brenda afterwards that Babette is bad news. She said she was, uh, you know, her mom's a drug dealer back in the day and they did drugs. But Babette now seems to be clean working at the spa. Then we see Brandon is getting ready to make dinner. But Jim says he's going to the office and will pick up something by by there uh brandon asks if Dottie will be there and he says uh yes she's my assistant and then brandon says way to go dad what is what what does that mean way to go dad is he promoting his dad's cheat on his mother or i it's a very weird thing for a son to say to his father way to go dad because he's working with his assistant who's an attractive woman. I don't really get it. It makes no sense. It's weird. I don't know why. Um, no one would be in, like, no one, no kid would be like, way to go, dad, unless their parent was single, which he's very, he's not. So it was just a very bizarre comment by Brandon. But Jim leaves to go uh, work with Dottie. And Cindy calls to check in on him. Uh, But Brandon says he just left to go to the office, back to the office. And you see Cindy's uneasy about Jim working all weekend. And we know that she's jealous of Dottie. Uh, Jackie goes with her to pick up that book, Midlife Now What? Because um, she thinks that she needs to read it. And she's just stressing to Jackie um, about kind of being a little bit jealous about Dottie and stuff like that. So then we see Jim and Dottie working together 
and she's impressed with how he could do math in his head so quickly. She says he's really a brilliant man. And you can see that he likes the attention that he's getting from Dottie. He likes that she seems interested in him, even though I think that she, I mean, it's possible she's maybe giving him some mixed signals, but it's also possible that he's looking for something that he that's really not there. I think that she's just impressed by her boss. I mean, she's a young woman and she's just, you know, also maybe she's just a little bit of a kiss ass. It's he's her boss. So it's not um, it's not unheard of for someone to be like that. So then we see the girls are working out at the spa. They're on like treadmills and, and, and bikes and stuff. And it's kind of funny because, um, you know, it's just funny. Like Andre doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She's trying to work out and she's just like, she's on, it seems like she's on an elliptical trainer, but doesn't know how it works. And it, it's just appearing as if she's never worked out a day in her life, which she might not have, but at her age, she should be able to pick it up fairly easy. I mean, I think that when I was her age, I was in insanely good shape and it wasn't that I was working out every day. It was just that I was a teenager. So had something to do with it. Um, and then they are in a mud bath. I've never taken one of those. It looks like it would be interesting. And they all have face masks on. So they're definitely starting to um, relax a bit. And that's what I mean, that's what they're supposed to be doing. So then we see Duke show up at the Peach Pit. He gives Brandon his winning. So Brandon won on the basketball game that he was last betting on. And you see that Nat seems a little uneasy about Brandon's betting. I think he thinks maybe, you know, he's starting to see something there that maybe he doesn't feel so comfortable with. And then Dylan is there stressing to Brandon about how he's supposed to choose between Brenda and Kelly while, you know, and he keeps playing the same song over and over again on the jukebox. And Brandon tells him not to keep playing that song because Nat will kill him. So then we're at the spa again and the girls are ready and they have a masseuse that is going to be taking them in. So the masseuse that's working on Kelly says, uh, don't worry, we're going to work on your problem areas. And then she says, problem areas? So it's kind of funny because she's now thinking, what what are my problem areas? She, I mean, she's self-conscious also. So that, I mean, saying something like that is not something that you should say to anyone ever but you know uh she said that she's gonna work on a problem area so so that masseuse then asks the girls where they're from so we just see it's just kelly and brenda getting a massage at this point and i guess the other girls are in a different room so she asks where they're from they say they're from beverly hills and she says, oh, I have a friend named Mandy who's going with some rich guy from Beverly Hills until her best friend Sheila got her claws into him. And, you you know, can you imagine two best friends fighting over the same guy? And it's obviously Kelly and Brenda, um, you know, thinking about are they fighting over Dylan? And then they say afterwards, like, they're not going to 
they're not going to let that get in the way um, or get let Dylan get in the way of their friendship. And Kelly asks Brenda if she thinks that she has any problem areas because we now know that she's thinking about this since this woman said this to her. And she's like, no, you're fine. And then we see Kelly kind of just staring at herself in the mirror. So she's definitely going to start feeling this self of um, self-conscious about her appearance and stuff like that based on this. So then we're back at the peach pit. And the song that Dylan keeps playing is playing again. And Dylan tells Nat it wasn't him. He's stressing to Nat about his girl problems. I mean, I think it's a really easy situation here. You don't have to pick between Brenda and Brandon, uh, Brenda and Kelly. You just don't choose someone. I mean, that's it's really that simple. Um, I will prove how simple it is when we get to season five, I believe, because something happens that makes what this situation is, you know, seem like a cakewalk, um, and an easy solution. But anyways, he tells him to cheer up. It's not like he's getting married. So then all of a sudden, Dylan has a daydream about living at the Walsh house. He's got a mustache on, um, and they have two girls that, uh, you know, come up to him. So he's thinking he's older, married to Brenda. He's got two little girls, and then we have twin boys. Uh, So they have four kids we see downstairs, and then Brenda's coming down the stairs asking Dylan for advice on um, wallpaper for the nursery because we, she, she's pregnant and she's also holding a baby. So he is, you know, imagining his life with Brenda will be just lots of kids. So um, I don't know why. I mean, I guess he's thinking Midwest girl, but I don't know what a Midwest girl has to do with having four, five, six kids, I think. You know, maybe it's just his assumption with Brenda. But anyways, the girls are eating lunch at the spa. And uh, you see, it's always, it's a funny thing. Donna's always scarfing food down her throat. And they're always asking her how she eats so much and could say so thin. And she's like, I just have a, you know, fast metabolism. So for Donna, it's just, uh, you know, she has, uh, she can eat what she wants and doesn't gain weight. Wouldn't we all be, wish we could be so lucky. Uh, finally, finally, we see Andrea is just relaxed. She's sitting there. She's got her eyes closed. She's leaning back. She's chilling. She's cool. She's very relaxed. And then at the table right next to them, Cindy is still stressing to Jackie about the book and Jim. Cindy then calls Jim's office and Dottie answers the, answers the phone and she asks who's calling And she says, oh, it's Cindy. And she's like, oh, my God, Cindy, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize your voice. Um, And then she's like, do you want me to interrupt him? She's like, no, no, he's just, uh, you know, let him know I I called when you have a chance. So then Dottie comes in to bring lunch for Jim and his client. And you see the client's kind of looking at her and he asks how he can concentrate around her. And Jim tells him, um, you know, he confides in him. So this is the guy that wrote the book, Midlife Now What? And I think he's a therapist. So that's why Jim thinks he can talk to him. And he says that basically he can't concentrate. She's all he thinks about all the time and it's driving him crazy. And he says that he thinks half the time she's actually coming on to him. And it's funny because then the therapist is like listening to him and he's like, read the book basically. So (laughs) Jim is now going to read the book. 
Then we see Cindy, Jackie, and Babette are reminiscing about old times. And Kelly overhears, uh, and she's kind of annoyed and just walks off. Babette says to Jackie and Cindy that she occasionally does coke, but only on special occasions. And Jackie says, not me. I'm a married woman now. I'm not Jackie Taylor anymore. I'm Mrs. Mel Silver. And then Cindy mentions the first time that she met or, you know, when Jackie and Cindy met for the first time. And it was Jackie doing lines in the bathroom at the fashion show, which was back in season one. And she just says that she admires who she is now and how she's overcome that. And she's not the same person. So she's impressed with how she's grown as a person. So Kelly's telling Brenda about Babette and just how she has a bad vibe from her. And she said that she should talk to her mom about it if she's nervous about it. And, you know, you see Kelly's thinking about it. And then Brenda is now going for another massage. And we see the woman who did Kelly's massage, the one who told Kelly she has... um, problem areas she's giving someone else a massage while uh, brenda's listening on or i guess brenda was getting a facial at this point because she's uh she's got a towel over her face so then um this woman this masseuse is now giving someone else a massage and she's telling the same story about her friend mandy and sheila getting her claws into him but this time she says he's an oral surgeon the guy that the rich guy and his name is mel silver and brenda we see overhears it and she's thinking to herself wow so this guy the story that's been going around this spa about some you know infidelities it seems that (laughs) mel is um cheating on jackie so we think so David comes to the peach pit and he sits with Dylan. David thinks it's weird that Dylan is reading for fun, um, which I don't know why. Why is it weird that someone is reading for fun? I mean, I guess he's 17, doesn't know better, but a lot of people read for fun, David. It's, it's, a, it's a common thing. Even in high school, people read books that are not mandatory books. But he then tells him that Aaron was crying up all night and he mentioned his dad was out playing poker and he's a workaholic. So we're seeing like kind of some things about Mel that we don't really know about. And then we see Dylan then has another fantasy about being married to Kelly. This time they're in his house and he's got his mustache again. He's looking over their finance. He's credit cutting credit cards and she walks in decked to the nines wearing you know holding bags of clothing and she's talking about wanting to go on a a expensive vacation and he tells her he's broke so his his life imagining with brenda i mean with kelly is just she's going to spend all his money and shop all the time so he's seeing two very very different things and in what he saw with both of them are either of them enjoyable like does anyone want either of those things so I think he should cut his losses and not date either of them but of course he feels that he needs to make a decision because they basically gave him an ultimatum so then back at the spa we see Brenda is feeling conflicted about talking to Kelly about what she overheard from the masseuse and she 
she tells her, she says, you know, obviously that masseuse with the big mouth, um, she's telling a story about, you know, the two people that were, were friends that were fighting over the same guy. And Kelly's like, we're not going to fight over Dylan. And she's like, it's not about Dylan. She said this time she mentioned who the married man is. And she says, it's Mel. She said, I don't know if it's true, but that's what she said. She said it was oral surgeon Mel Silver from Beverly Hills. Kelly thinks it must be a mistake and wants to give him the benefit of doubt, which completely makes sense. She calls David to speak to, you know, she wants to speak to his dad. And he says that uh, he hasn't seen him. And then she asks him to check with the housekeeper. And she says she hasn't seen him also. Uh, You know, he never came home the night before. So now they're thinking that apparently he hadn't been home the last two nights. So he's been away all weekend while Jackie's away. And, you know, she tells Brenda basically like he hasn't been home. So they're they're realizing this is not good. Something obviously uh, is going on here. Steve and Brandon come back to the Walsh house and they see Jim is sitting at the kitchen table reading a book and Steve's asking him what he's reading. And Jim's kind of being a little abrasive. He doesn't want to tell him what he's doing. And he finally admits to them that he's reading a book called Midlife Now What? And they're kind of smirking, but you see that he's embarrassed that the guys are laughing at him. And uh, it's kind of funny. And they're, But while this is going on, this was interesting. So we saw earlier on the episode that Cindy made some lasagnas and some baked ziti or something like that for meatloaf for the guys while she was away, which is really interesting. I mean, it's very nice of her, um, but it's like they can't get takeout or something. Like she's making them dinner and just freezing it for them. But regardless, so I guess Steve and Brandon are going to have dinner. Brandon's taking it out and they're about to cook it and they're getting ready to eat it. But they also have orange juice. Are you drinking orange juice with Bake CD lasagna meatloaf something like that I mean I know some I think it's an Italian thing you sometimes have milk with pasta or something like that I could totally be wrong and I'll double check that but I've seen I feel like that is something that's ringing a bell but not orange juice but I'll, I'll look into the milk thing um, I just thought it was really weird um, to see the orange juice on the table But anyways, at the spa, Kelly, Cindy, and Babette are having dinner again, and they're just kind of laughing, having a nice time, and also it's like Babette's working there, but she's spending a lot of time with Cindy and Jackie, but she, uh, did I say Kelly was having, whatever, Jackie, Cindy, and Babette are having dinner laughing, and Kelly comes over and she wants to talk to Jackie alone. They go out by the pool and Kelly asks if Babette still does coke. Jackie says that she dabbles and Kelly asks her mom if she dabbles and she kind of stops her and she's like, no, Kelly, why would you be saying that? And Kelly just simply says, because what I'm about to tell you is something that if you were going to start again, this would be it. Jackie asks what's wrong. And then we see, we don't really see her tell her, but we see kind of from a distance, the camera's panning out. And we see, you know, Kelly's using her hand. She's telling her something. 
and we see Jackie sits down and she just hugs her then. So we see from a distance that she did break the news to her and she told her. And it's the right thing to do. I mean, you would 100% tell your mom that. So then we see afterwards Jackie's alone by the pool and she's upset and Babette comes over and it's one o'clock in the morning. She's just sitting there by herself. Babette asks her what's wrong and she said basically she just got you know news that her husband's having an affair she said they haven't even been married a year and she should have seen it coming because I guess he cheated on his ex and that's what happened with David's parents David's mother um you know was also uh cheated on by by Jim by Jim by Mel so She said she needs to figure out kind of what to do now with the rest of her life. And Babette tells her she looks like, a you know, she could use a pick-me-up and, you know, to come with her to her room. First of all, the fact that this woman was a coke addict and just because you have it under control, Babette, would not, is not the right thing to offer to someone else. I think it's pretty disgusting, actually, if you ask me. But... We see afterwards Kelly's asleep in, uh, on the couch in the room and we now see it's 1.45. So it's 45 minutes later, which would have given Jackie ample time to do some lines with Babette. And she tells her that she ran into Babette and she was in her room with a half a gram of cocaine on the table and it was tempting, but she didn't do it. Kelly's really proud of her for not doing it and... You know, they just, she's just basically happy that her mother did the right thing. And, you know, being that she's upset, vulnerable, she didn't, you know, to go into this temptation of doing coke. And Babette is a bad influence. I am on Kelly's side here. Back at Jim's office, he is with his assistant and uh, she, he has some like fantasy about her that you know she says she needs to talk and she's awkward with him and he's trying to be you know but then they kiss he says they shouldn't do it he's a happily married man and then he kind of just like wakes up and we find out that you know he's just he's just a weirdo Jim but so she is she's there and she is um saying that she needs to talk to him and he's like okay and you see he's thinking for a second is this really going to happen but she says that she he's going to have to find a new secretary because she got engaged to her boyfriend last night and she's moving to Florida with her fiance so she was never interested in Jim she had a boyfriend the whole time and now she's engaged and she's moving so Cindy won't be jealous of Dottie for much longer because Dottie is going away then the girls are leaving the spa Andrea has a suitcase filled with free samples of course she does it's such an Andrea move Cindy comes over and Brenda asks who was on the phone because Cindy was on the phone and she said it was Jim. He just called to say that he loved her. So he loves Cindy now that Dottie's leaving. I mean, obviously he loved Cindy before that, but I mean, I think that he's having, you know, a reassurance now. So then Cindy goes over to Jackie and asks if she's doing okay. And she feels like a fool because she was the whole one stressing about Jim when, in fact, it was Mel that was actually cheating. 
And at the end of the episode, we are at Dylan's house. Brandon and Steve are there with him. They're watching the basketball game that Brandon has money on. And the phone rings. Dylan tells them to turn on channel six. We see the news and it is Jack McKay getting out of jail early. And that is how the episode ends. So now for the fun facts and trivia. So I said I was going to look into the Milk and Ziti thing. And it's a thing. So a lot of people will drink milk with their spaghetti, their pasta. I guess people think that um, it goes well with the the creaminess or whatever, uh, with the cheese. So um, it is a thing that people do. Also, it was like a thing in this movie, uh, The Deep End of the Ocean, which was like, I think came out like 99 or 2000 something like that there was a whole big scene about someone eating a slice of pizza with milk so it's it's been a debate it's a thing um I've never done it I'm not I mean I usually don't I have milk with cereal I'm not a huge milk glass drinker I mean obviously with a chocolate chip cookie warm cookie something like that other than that I don't really have milk um but I mean, milk's supposed to be good for you. So, I mean, I guess it's not a bad thing to have it with pasta. So, um, other than that, the music for this episode. So, the song that Dylan keeps playing over and over on the jukebox is called Did You Ever Have to Make Up Your Mind by The Lovin' Spoonful. I've never heard this song other than this episode. And then the other song, great song, uh, when the girls are working out and Andre doesn't know what she's doing is called Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap. Fantastic 90s song. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam and on the next episode we'll be going over season 3 episode 19 called Back in the High Life Again. Thanks for listening.